What is up? Welcome back to the How to Vegan podcast or welcome to the How to Vegan podcast. If this is your first time listening, my name is Kristen Pound. I'm the host of this podcast and I'm so glad you're tuning in today because this episode is perfect for this time of year. I absolutely love this time of year. Like something about fall and winter, I just love so much more than spring and summer. I don't know what it is. I think I'm like different than most people. I think most people I know really love summer, really love spring. And don't get me wrong, I don't hate those seasons, but something about fall and winter, I just love. It's so cozy and I just love wearing sweaters and sweatshirts and just, I just love this time of year. Lots of like friend gatherings and family gatherings and work parties and all that kind of fun stuff. I just, I really, really love fall and winter. It's my jam. So I'm really, really, really excited to share today's episode with you guys because it is so fitting for the winter season that is fast approaching. We're going to be talking all about surviving the holidays as a vegan because if you've been vegan for a hot minute, then you know that these holiday times can be a little bit tricky. So I'm here to help you navigate those hopefully a little bit better. So before we dive into the episode, I just want to make sure that you are following the How to Vegan Podcast Instagram account. Just go to your Instagram, type in How to Vegan Podcast, and you'll find it. And if you're listening to this episode and you're really, really enjoying it, and you think that some of the people that follow you might enjoy it as well, take a little screenshot of your phone listening to the episode and share it on your Instagram and make sure to tag how to vegan podcast, as well as my personal account, Kristen.pound, and I'll share it. I'll share it on my pages, and I just love when you guys are stoked on the episodes and share it with all of your people because the more people that see it, the more people that get this information, and hopefully the more people go vegan or decide to want to eat more plants and less animals. Another thing that I wanted to mention really quick and chat about really quick is that a lot of people ask me about how I got into what I'm doing, you know, how I got into doing the podcast and my Facebook group and my YouTube. And let me tell you how. So I have a health coaching certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and I got that a while ago. Maybe it was even like five years ago now. And it's an online school. It is absolutely amazing. It's a year-long program. And I did health coaching for a while. Like at the, as soon as I graduated, I maybe a year, year and a half took one-on-one clients just out of my home. And I, I loved it, but I realized that I wasn't reaching as many people as I felt that I could, especially with my vegan message. A lot of people didn't want to go vegan. They just wanted some health coaching. So if that is something that sounds interesting to you, if you're interested in kind of changing your career path, doing something that aligns more with your values and morals and maybe you want to work from home and kind of create your own schedule, then I would definitely check out IIN. It is, it's an, it's an amazing school. I absolutely love it. So on Monday, November 11th, they're starting their last year-long health coach training program of 2019. And if you're interested, you can use me as your referrer and you can get up to 25% off of your tuition. They even do payment plans. That's what I did. It was super helpful. And I just kind of think that this time of year is the perfect time to start your transformation to health and happiness before the year ends, before New Year starts, just kind of like jumpstart that transformation. So I will leave a link in the show notes over at kristenpound.com for this episode. 
And if you're interested, then you can click on that link and it will bring you to one of their curriculum guides. So you can kind of check out what we studied and how the school kind of works and all that stuff. So I'll leave that link for you because I've had some people ask, how do you get into doing this? What can I do to kind of change careers? So I thought I would let you guys know. And if you're interested, the last one starts on Monday, November 11th for this year, but they start regularly. So don't feel like you have to do it right now. Feel free to dive in, look at it. And if you have any questions at all about it, then feel free to reach out, send me a message, ask me anything you'd like. I went through the program. I absolutely loved it. And I just want to help anybody kind of get into the career that feels best for them and that they truly, truly love and align with and makes them feel like they're living a more meaningful life. All of that happened to me when I went through this course and graduated and started getting into a career that I loved. So I just wanted to share that with you guys before we keep going with this because I've had a few people reach out and ask and I wanted to share share all of my info with you. So if this is your very first time, or maybe not your first time tuning into the How to Vegan podcast and you're not subscribed yet, please make sure you're subscribed. That really helps the podcast out a lot. And if you're loving the podcast, then please head on over to iTunes or the Apple podcast app, leave a rating, leave a review. That also just helps the podcast out a lot. It helps push it up. It helps more people see it. And feel free to share this episode with anybody that you think might like it. Let them know about the podcast if they're wanting to transition into veganism or if they've been vegan for a while and just are looking for a new podcast, feel free to share this with them. I really appreciate everybody who's left a rating, left a review on Apple Podcasts and everybody who shares these episodes and the podcast with your friends and family. It really, really means a lot to me. Like I always say, go ahead, share that vegan love. It feels so good and the ripple effect is so real. It starts with you, but you never know who you might affect and who they might help change. And then it just keeps going and going and going from there. So thank you so much if you have shared the episodes or have left a rating and review. Y'all are the best. For the full show notes, including links to everything I mentioned in each episode, head on over to my website, kristenpound.com, click on the podcast tab, or you can just head straight there by typing in kristenpound.com forward slash podcast. Alrighty, now let's get into today's topic, a holiday survival guide for vegans. As you guys know, the holidays are usually pretty damn stressful to begin with. Like even before I went vegan, the holidays stressed me the fuck out. Like I just, it's a stressful time of year. I love this time of year, but it's stressful. There's so much going on. And with so many holidays coming up, like Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, the winter solstice, Christmas, New Year's, and more, plus all of the holiday family gatherings, friend get-togethers, work parties, etc., I thought I would just share some of my eight-year vegan wisdom with y'all. And although it may be super hard at times, I I actually find a lot of joy during the holiday season. It's it's stressful, but I I really enjoy it as well. And it's really empowering to know that you're not contributing to the torture and murder of innocent animals during this time of year. And it's a really great time to share some just bomb-ass vegan dishes with non-vegans. That's one of my favorite things about this holiday time now is making food for people that aren't vegan and having them be like, what? This is amazing. But I definitely think that preparing ahead of time so you know what you might be getting yourself into can be really, really helpful. So that's why I put this episode together for you guys. So yeah, I have had my share of stressful holidays, especially 
right when I went vegan. We went vegan in October of 2011. So Thanksgiving and Christmas, which our families celebrate, were so stressful. Like, so hard, so stressful. I'll never forget that first, I think it was Thanksgiving, we drove down to my parents' house. I was all excited because we just went vegan and I was so excited to make some yummy food and share it with everybody. And just, I was really excited. And once the meal prepping and cooking all started, it was chaotic. There was a turkey in the oven, which was upsetting. I, we were, we were struggling trying to make kind of two Thanksgiving dinners at the same time because my family wanted to make their recipes in the same kind of traditional way. And I wanted to make new vegan recipes or veganize some of the traditional recipes and, you know, just trying to fit everything in the oven and on the stove burners. And just, it was intense. And I definitely cried. Like at one point it was so intense. My parents didn't understand. I think they thought it maybe was going to be a phase. They didn't really get it because it was so brand new. They didn't even probably know why we were doing it. And at one point, I just remember like leaving the kitchen, going downstairs into the bathroom and just crying. I was so upset. It was so frustrating. Even thinking of it right now, I can just feel the emotion of just being so upset. It sucked. Like it just was embarrassing because everybody knew that I was crying and oh, it was not fun. It was just not fun. And for a while after that, the holidays were stressful. It just was stressful. Bottom line, it was hard to navigate that and to know how to react to questions and to know what to say and to know what food to make without being too pushy because we were usually going to other people's houses. It was a lot to deal with. And like I said, that's really why I wanted to put this episode together for you guys, especially right now before all of the holiday festivities really kick in so that you kind of have some ideas on how to navigate these issues that might come up. And now that I have quite a few vegan holidays under my belt, I've realized that this time of year is a wonderful time to be an advocate for the voiceless, aka the animals, showing how easy and fucking delicious it is to be vegan. And it's just such a great way to do that. This time of year is such a great time to be an advocate and to make delicious bomb ass vegan food. And yeah, you might be the only vegan at your family or friend gathering and that sucks and it might be hard, but I'm going to walk you through some of the tips that I have come up with that I really, really hope will help you to feel a little bit better, feel a little bit more confident and kind of have an idea of what you're getting yourself into or what you might be dealing with and how to react and deal with some of the issues that might arise. Okay, so let's get into some of these tips. The first tip that I have for you is to relax. Try not to stress out too much. The holidays, like I said, are just an inherently stressful time anyway. So stressing even more just isn't fun. It definitely isn't good for your health. Stress is so bad for your health. A lot of our diseases that people are dying from these days, even that people aren't dying from, but a lot of disease can be traced back to stress. So don't stress. That is my number one tip. Not saying that you're going to be perfect at this because like I just said, I was not great at this, but that's my number one tip. Try to relax. Try not to stress out. Take a deep breath or several and just try to approach this time of year with a feeling of positivity instead of one of negativity. Just go with the flow. Enjoy the holidays. I promise you'll enjoy them a lot more if you just chill out and let it flow take some deep breaths, and just try to approach this with a positive mindset. If you take the time ahead of time 
and whatever gathering you're going to, try to focus your mind on having a really good time and try not to stress out too much about what might go wrong. The second tip I have for you is to remember your why. Did you go vegan for the animals? Was it for the environment? Was it for your health? Maybe all three. Then keep this why in mind and it will keep you feeling strong and empowered through some of the tough situations that might pop up. This is really helpful for me when I start to feel like people are attacking me or whatever their intentions are. They probably don't have those kind of intentions, but it's so helpful for me to just remember, okay, this is why I'm doing this. And as you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast, my why is the animals. That's my number one why. And so if I just think, okay, I know why I'm doing this and I can be strong and just keeping that in mind is is really, really helpful for me. And that's why I wanted to include this on that list for you. Okay, the next tip that I have for you is let your host know ahead of time and offer to help cook. So talking the food over ahead of time with whoever is cooking is a great way for you to explain what you can and cannot eat, or as I like to say, what you choose to or choose not to eat. So it won't be such a surprise to them. It's not like you're going to show up at their house and be like, oh yeah, I don't eat any animal products. And then they're just like, what? Well, shit, I don't know what you can eat then. It's just nice to let them know ahead of time if they don't already know and offer to help cook. This gives you a chance to veganize lots of the dishes that are easily veganized. To make it easy, you can bring vegan butter for mashed potatoes or spreading on bread or rolls, non-dairy milk for mashed potatoes, putting in your coffee, vegetable broth for cooking vegetables or making stuffing, and there's lots more. There are literally vegan substitutes for everything these days. You can bring like vegan coconut whip if you want to put whipped cream on your pie. There's so many substitutions and they're really damn good. Like when I first went vegan eight years ago, these substitutions were like not that good. Like it was kind of embarrassing to bring some of this stuff to Thanksgiving and be like, here, let's just do this. It's it's good. And everyone's like, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not great. I see where it's going, but it's not great. Nowadays, mm, the substitutions are really, really good. So keep that in mind that you can bring this stuff to help cook there. You can also bring like a roast alternative. There are lots out there nowadays. So if you don't eat turkey, which you probably don't if you're vegan or trying to eat more vegan, then there are so many alternatives. The Trader Joe's roast is amazing. I would recommend trying to go there right now and get one because they sell out really fast and they don't have them for Christmas time, which is weird. Tofurky makes like a roast alternative and so does Field Roast. And they're all really, really good. Like surprisingly, really, really good. Or you can offer to make some of the dishes ahead of time and bring them come party time. So you can say, hey, I'll make the mashed potatoes. I'll make the stuffing and bring a roast. And you can just make them that day, veganize them and bring them there. So it kind of helps the cook or the host not have to cook as much. And then you can easily veganize them and not have to worry about bumping into them in the kitchen and the stuff that I dealt with my first couple of holidays seasons. It's just also really nice to offer to help cook. It can take some pressure off of the host and, and feel like they're not having to do as much because there's usually a lot to do when you're hosting a party. And if they don't need help with the main meal, you can offer to bring some appetizers or a dessert. And who knows? Everyone might love your food so much 
the next year they'll want you to help in the kitchen even more. That happened over time for me. It was like, wow, this stuff is actually really good. I can't tell the difference between these mashed potatoes or this gravy or this stuffing. Like next year, let's just make those. That slowly over time has happened. And so now most of our holiday meals are like almost completely vegan. And it's awesome because the food is so good. At first, I think people are a little bit skeptical. And then after they taste it, they're like, oh, that's amazing. And there's no animals harmed. Like, yeah, like I said, our families now are like, oh, let's just have that because it's delicious. I don't even, I can't even tell the difference. And sometimes they like it even more than the original recipe. My next tip for you is to bring a delicious vegan dish that both omnivores and vegans will enjoy. This is such a persuasive way to turn people on to vegan food. And it's a great way to impress and probably even surprise some of the omnivores who may never have even thought that vegan food like that could be possible. But be warned, you might want to consider bringing recipes with you or having it like ready on your phone so that you can send them to people because people will totally ask. Like I'm always like, well, I'll just make this. I think it's amazing. And then people are like, how'd you make this? This is so good. So you might want to bring some recipes with you. And that's awesome too. You could, you know, have the recipes ready and it looks like you're all prepared and people will be stoked and then maybe they'll make it come the next holiday time. And bringing your own vegan dish is also a helpful way to make sure that the host doesn't feel pressured to make sure you have something to eat. If there's nothing else you can eat, then at least you can eat your dish. So again, let your host know ahead of time, I think is usually a good thing. But if you're going to a party where you don't feel comfortable letting them know ahead of time, then you bringing something will ensure that you have something to eat. And something to eat is better than nothing to eat. That's happened to me sometimes. Show up to a party being like, oh, sweet, what can I eat? And I'm like, oh, literally nothing. Or some pretzel sticks. Great. (laughs) And I think it's best to even bring like a couple of dishes. A dessert would be great too. So maybe bringing more than one. Again, that way you'll have more than one thing to eat. And if you're wondering what to bring, my How to Vegan Facebook group is a really, really good place to ask about good holiday dishes to bring. I'll also leave a link to my vegan holiday Pinterest board. There's tons of awesome inspiration there. And I'll also leave links in the show notes to my chocolate pumpkin pie recipe. It's so good. I also have a what I eat in a day, like a vegan Thanksgiving style. I filmed it on Thanksgiving video on my YouTube channel. I'll leave a link for that as well. I have a recipe for instant pot mashed potatoes. Those are easy and so good. And I also have a video on my YouTube channel titled Easy Vegan Holidays Plus Free Shopping List. And that is such a helpful video because if you don't want to make everything from scratch, there is lots of stuff out there that you can just buy pre-made at the store. There's like packets of mashed potatoes that you just mix with water. There's gravy packets. There's like vegan croissants. There's pies. There's, there's lots of stuff out there that is already vegan. So if you're interested, click on that link. It'll be in the show notes. You can download this free shopping list that goes with it and you can bring it with you to the store. You can keep it on your phone. And then that way, if you're wanting to make it a little bit easier and not have to make everything from scratch, because I don't like to make everything from scratch, it takes way too long, then that will be really, really helpful for you. There there are just lots of accidentally vegan holiday foods out there, especially in like mainstream grocery stores. So you don't have to go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. A lot of this stuff is just available in your average grocery store. So it's really, really helpful during this stressful time of year. All right, my next tip is to consider eating before you go. 
So unless you know for sure that there will be vegan options or you've talked to the host ahead of time or you're bringing some yourself, then you might want to think about eating a little bit beforehand. This has helped me not even just for the holiday season, but if I'm going to a restaurant and I don't know the options or whatever, sometimes just eating a little bit so you're not just like starving can be so helpful. No one really likes a hangry party goer. It can already get emotional and that will just add to the fiery emotions that you might already be feeling. Or if you don't really feel like you want to eat ahead of time to kind of like save room for what there might be there, maybe just bring some snacks with you in your bag or keep some in the car for those emergency situations. Okay, the next tip that I have for you is a big one. And I wish I would have known this or thought about this before heading into my first holiday season. It is to prepare for lots of questions. Sometimes they're nice. Sometimes they're not so nice. It just kind of depends on the person asking and the approach they're taking. And just remind yourself that your family and friends, they probably don't mean to be antagonistic or rude. They're probably just curious and want to learn more about why you made the change. And they also just might be questioning their own food choices. And when that happens, you can get kind of defensive because of it. I've seen this happen. You know, I think that people just start to wonder, well, what I'm eating is okay, right? You know, like there's nothing wrong with this. So you get kind of defensive. It's a natural human reaction, I think. So reminding yourself, maybe putting yourself in their shoes, knowing like, hey, this might be how they're feeling. Maybe they're not trying to be rude can be helpful. And you don't need to know the answers for everything, but preparing a little bit can be really helpful. So some of the questions that get asked a lot are questions like, where do you get your protein? Where do you get your calcium? How do you even celebrate Thanksgiving without a turkey or Christmas without a ham? Why did you go vegan? What's the difference between vegetarian and vegan? But you can eat eggs though, right? What about backyard eggs? So be confident and non-judgmental when answering the questions, but try not to preach. I have found that like preaching about it just doesn't go well, typically. Don't feel like you need to know the answers to every single question, especially some of the like statistics and such. It can be really hard to remember that. I've been vegan for eight years and a lot of times someone will ask me something. I'm like, I should know the answer to that. I've done a podcast episode about it and like, I can't tell you. Like, I just can't tell you the answer to that. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to say, you know, I literally can't remember right now or I'm not sure, but then advise them. I think the best thing to do is advise them to watch some of your favorite documentaries you've seen, like Forks Over Knives, What the Health, Earthlings, Cowspiracy, etc. I have a list of awesome vegan documentaries to watch in the show notes. So go scope that out if you're looking for some documentaries to watch to help educate yourself even more or to share with your family and friends. You can also share some books that you've read, like How Not to Die and The China Study. Those are really, really good books to refer people to. Or you can tell them that you would love to send them some more info later if they'd like. So yeah, preparing for lots of questions. This was, this might be the like biggest tip on here because let me tell you, those questions just keep rolling, especially once you sit down at the dinner table. People just want to ask questions, ask questions, and they're curious. I think it's new for a lot of people, and they're like, well, tell me about this, tell me about this, and it can be really intense. And pretty much, like, for most of my holidays with non-vegan family and friends, a lot of the holiday can just be 
I just feel like everyone's looking at me and asking me all of the questions and it's hard not to get defensive and upset. Even last Christmas, I will tell you, we were at my parents' house and we had some, they had some friends over and I just felt like I was being attacked and I had to like fight back tears. I had to fight back tears. And luckily like my brother and my dad kind of like stood up for me and they're like, hey, she's actually right. What she's saying is true. Like she's not making this up. So that was really helpful. But I'm telling you, I actually might have like cried a little bit last year. I'm a really, really sensitive and emotional person. I should give you a disclaimer. Like some of you might be like crying. Why are you crying about this stuff? And that's totally fine. But like, I am so sensitive and like this stuff is so hard for me to deal with. Like, and I don't like lots of people looking at me or even several people looking at me and asking me intense questions. So it's been hard for me. Again, another reason why I wanted to put this episode together for you guys. So don't feel like you need to know all the answers to all the questions that you might get asked, but I think that preparing a little bit ahead of time will be so helpful for you. And a lot of the stuff that I mentioned in those questions that you might get asked a lot, I have podcast episodes about. So feel free to scroll through and maybe pick a couple that you think you would want to listen to to kind of prep you before you have your holiday gathering. Next tip is don't be rude or judgy about the food that isn't vegan. It might be really hard not to look at the turkey or other non-vegan holiday foods with sad or disgusted eyes. Like I, it is so hard for me to like have people set down a turkey on the table and not be like bummed out. Like it's so hard, but you probably ate turkey and enjoyed it at some point in your life. I know I did. And turning up your nose at any of the non-vegan food just makes you seem judgmental and almost like you think you're better than everyone else. It just doesn't give off good vibes. Like I've learned that because when I first, you know, went vegan the first few holidays, I was like, well, maybe if I let them know how much it bothers me by, you know, seeming sad, maybe that will help them understand more. But I just realized it doesn't give off good vibes. Holidays are supposed to be like a fun, uplifting time and Although it might be hard for you not to do that. And if it just comes naturally to you and you can't help it, I'm not telling you like, don't be yourself. That's really important to do, be yourself, but try not to just make it a huge deal. I really have found that that for me has helped a lot. And it, I think that other people almost expect you to be judgmental towards what they're eating. So when you're not, the questions and the approach that I get back from them is much more positive and much more kind and respectful. So I kind of feel like it goes both ways. If you're kind and respectful about what they're eating, no matter how hard that may be, I feel like they're a little bit more kind and respectful towards you as well. My next tip is to be super thankful for any amount of effort that anyone makes. Did they make a recipe without animal products for you? That is awesome. Are they trying to eat less meat? That is so rad. Are they asking questions in a really kind and supportive way? Say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because any amount of support and effort that they're making is so great. Like I've said a couple of times, focusing on the positives is so much better and so much more encouraging from my point of view than focusing on what they could do better and focusing on the things that they're doing wrong in your eyes. I just think that having an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness and just positivity goes so much farther than being negative and judging people for what they're eating and oh you made me this dish but there's a little bit of milk in it like you don't even get it like that just doesn't go well and they probably won't invite you back the next year so any amount of effort that anyone is making I think being appreciative for that is it just goes a really long way next tip 
try not to go into too much depth about veganism at the dinner table and set boundaries that feel good for you. So once you sit down to eat your dinner, like I said, you're probably going to get a lot of questions directed at you. But what I've learned is that it's really best to try to steer clear of any talk about slaughterhouses, factory farms, heart disease, cancer, deforestation, etc. Anything kind of too heavy. Not only can it be really upsetting for you, but it can really turn people off when they're eating. And this is something that I've learned over time because it's easy to want to be like, do you even understand what happened to this animal to be here? Or do you even know that by what you're eating, you're giving yourself diseases? Do you understand that the Amazon is being burned down for what you want to eat? It can be so tempting to want to go there because some of that stuff is the most persuasive stuff to want to go vegan. But it is so upsetting to talk about that stuff and to see people's reactions and it just can cause a lot of conflict and it makes me upset to talk about slaughterhouses and then I'm crying again or I'm all emotional. So I've learned that it just is best to steer clear of that kind of talk and you're at the dinner table eating and yes, you think it's gross that they're eating that shit and you're upset about it, but you don't want to make people feel shitty when you're sitting down and having like a nice holiday dinner. And if they push and push, just tell them that you'd be happy to talk about it when you're not sitting down eating dinner and they should get the hint. My next tip, I like this one, is to host a dinner party of your own. And not everyone might be up for this, but it can be a really fun way to have the holiday party of your dreams. You can make all of the food yourself, or you can make it potluck style and have everybody bring a vegan dish. Do it in whatever way feels best for you. You can even send some recipe ideas ahead of time to the guests if they need them. Pinterest boards are amazing. You can just type in vegan mashed potatoes, pretty much whatever you're looking for with the word vegan in front of it, and you'll find hundreds upon hundreds, sometimes even thousands of recipes that are awesome. And what we like to do when we're doing like a Friendsgiving or kind of like a friend holiday party, we usually make Google Sheets so people don't make the same thing. So you just kind of go in there and type in your name and what you're planning on bringing. And then that way everybody can kind of see what's being brought already to the party and can kind of fill in where needed. And that is so helpful. And yeah, just some of my favorite holiday parties have been 100% vegan potlucks with friends or even strangers. We've gone to some like vegan meetup potlucks, like Thanksgiving potlucks in our area. And that was so fun because everybody brings a vegan dish and you can just pile your plate up and you know for sure that it's all vegan and it's so tasty and you're meeting like-minded people and kind of just getting out there and putting yourself out there and it's just fun. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, again, just like have the party at your house and make everybody bring something. Or if you love to cook, then just make everything yourself and tell people to bring some appetizers, maybe some drinks, some dessert, whatever feels best for you. Host the party of your dreams. This is a chance for you to be like, you know, we're doing it at my house this year and it's going to be completely vegan and you're going to love the shit out of it. Okay. I know it. The next tip that I have for you is to be kind, be respectful be grateful, be funny, and have fun, but always be you. The holidays are all about having fun and enjoying time with your friends and family. So always approach each situation with kindness and love, or at least try to. Use humor if you need to, like if someone just won't stop pestering you. I use humor all of the time. I was like bullied a lot when I was in elementary school and junior high. I just 
people were mean to me. And once I realized that I could use humor to kind of like either make fun of myself or just to be silly and funny and goofy, a lot of people weren't so mean to me. And I really learned like, oh, wow, humor can go a long way. So I use humor all of the time. Like if someone's just being annoying, I'll just say something kind of silly and goofy and be like, eh, whatever. So that wasn't a good example. I can't think of an example right now, but I use humor all of the time. So If you have a good sense of humor or if that feels good for you, then add a little humor into there. It doesn't have to be all so serious. Humor is, humor is great. I just love people that are funny. So, and most people do. So inject some humor into the situation. It can really kind of help lighten it up. And like I mentioned before, being grateful no matter what, even if you receive a present that isn't vegan and have to awkwardly navigate that situation. By the way, my next episode is going to be a vegan gift guide titled something along those lines. So vegan gift ideas, gift ideas that you can tell your friends and family that you'd like. A lot of it, most of it is going to be like really eco-friendly and low impact. Hopefully I haven't really put too much of the episode together yet, but that episode will be coming out next. So if you're wondering, oh, what do I ask for for Christmas or what do I give to people that they'll still like, but that doesn't make me compromise my values, that will be coming out next. But yeah, just try to be grateful no matter what. And remember that it's not about you versus them. It's about coming together and having a good time. That's what the holiday season is all about. Don't let other people get you down. Although this is easier said than done sometimes, like I've mentioned, I struggle with this. I still struggle with it, but really try not to let other people get you down. Keeping your why in mind is really helpful for this. If you start to feel attacked or like just down, then remember why you're doing this and that can really, really help. And if you need to take a breather and step outside or go into the bathroom to gather yourself, that's totally okay too. I went to a friend's gathering with some friends that I hadn't seen since really high school and man, they were kind of mean and just made me feel like shit. And I had to like step outside. I was crying and I think I just left. If I remember correctly, I don't think I went back in there. I was like, you know what? If these people are going to be like this, peace out. Like that's fucking rude. I don't want to deal with this. And I just left. I was like, "Eh, I'm out. So do what feels good for you again. And if you need to peace out, if you need to go to the bathroom and like collect yourself, do it. That's totally okay. And most importantly, just be yourself. Don't feel bad about who you are. Like everybody in my family knows I'm an emotional little bitch and that's just how I am. I'm sensitive. I'm probably going to get upset about something at some point, but that's me. And I don't want to stifle that part of myself. It's just part of who I am. And if you're just a strong person, I'm jealous of you, but just be whoever you are and don't apologize for it and don't feel bad and just own that shit because you're special as fuck. Like I'm telling you, just be who you are and try to be kind and positive and grateful and respectful. But again, just be you, just be you. Okay, my next tip is to be kind to yourself if you do accidentally or not so accidentally slip up because accidents happen. I have a lot of people that come into my How to Vegan Facebook group and they're like, oh my God, I just ate something that had milk in it. Does that mean I'm not vegan? Like I'm freaking out. Like I feel so bad. And what everybody typically says is that's okay. Accidents happen, especially when you're new to this, like, or not so new. This happens sometimes to veteran vegans. They'll eat something and turn the package over and be like, oh shit, this isn't vegan. And just brush yourself off learn from your mistake and move forward. If you didn't do it on purpose, that's totally fine. And if you do do it on purpose, like deciding to eat something that isn't vegan, that can happen. Like I know some friends that have been like, oh my God, there were these amazing cookies. 
and I had like a half a one and I kind of feel bad. They weren't vegan, but I just wanted one and they were sitting there and that is up to you. Your choice is your choice. That is up to you. Sometimes the temptation just might be too strong. This doesn't ever really happen to me. I just, if I eat like milk or eggs or anything like that, I just kind of, my stomach hurts. I just don't feel great. But if that, you know, if this is your first Thanksgiving and you feel like, oh, I just really want one of mom's cookies or whatever it is, maybe veganize them the next year. But sometimes giving in can happen, but don't feel like you're throwing away years or months or weeks or days of commitment on a single meal or a single bite of food. And yes, you are still vegan or you're still plant-based, whatever you want to label yourself. You're still whatever you think you are in your head. Even if you eat something that isn't vegan, whether it was on purpose or not, like I said, just brush yourself off, stay positive, learn from it and move forward. And don't be afraid to indulge in all of the vegan food that you want to. It's that time of year after all. Like, mm, it's that time of year to like go home, go to your parents' houses, go to a friend's giving, have people over, whatever it is, and have these delicious treats around and be like, I'm going to eat all of this right now because it's delicious. I mean, you don't want to eat too much where you feel like shit and trying to be active and exercise every day, even if it's just going out on a walk in the snowy weather or sunny weather or tropical weather, wherever it is that you're listening to this, whatever it is, I, I highly recommend moving your body every day. Maybe try to eat like a healthy breakfast. I usually try to eat like a big bowl of oatmeal with lots of fruit on top and nuts and seeds so that I don't feel like I am just eating super unhealthy all day. But if that's what you want to do, go for it and don't feel bad about it. If you're making that decision, don't feel guilty. Try to move your body a little bit and just don't stress out about it. Be kind to yourself no matter what and just don't don't judge yourself. Just be kind. Bottom line. Being kind. It's kind of the theme of this. Be kind. <laughs> That's like my number one motto in life is just be kind whenever you can. And my last tip is if you're flying or driving home and you're like, oh my God, how am I going to survive the road trip? How am I going to do this on an airplane or in the airport? I have an episode that's called Vegan Road Trip Tips and Vegan Airport and Airplane Travel Tips. Go check those out. Really, really helpful if you are traveling home for the holidays. And like I mentioned earlier, I will definitely include the link to my vegan holiday Pinterest board in the show notes, as well as those recipes and videos that I mentioned earlier. And there are a couple of vegan holiday cookbooks that I really, really like. The first one is called The Super Fun Times Vegan Holiday Cookbook by Isa Chandra Muskovitz. She's like the vegan queen. I love her. Her cookbooks are amazing. So I'll leave a link for that if you want to check that out. And the second one I actually got for Christmas last year. It's called Vegan Christmas by Gaz Oakley. He is awesome. He is the guy that runs the avant-garde vegan YouTube channel and Instagram. And oh, his recipes are kind of a little bit like fancier recipes. So if you're looking for something to really impress your friends or family or work crew, then these recipes in this cookbook are awesome for that. They're a little bit harder to make, I think, but they are amazing and they will wow whoever you make them for. Okay, so that is it. Those are my tips. That's my little holiday survival guide for you guys. I really hope you liked this episode. I just wish I would have had something like this before I had my first holiday gathering party with my family and my friends because when we first went vegan none of our friends were vegan I think they thought we were kind of crazy and now a lot of our friends are vegan and they get it and most of our holiday gatherings and any kind of friends gathering most of the food is vegan and 
I'm just telling you, if you're, if this is your first holiday season being vegan, it might be hard. No matter what you celebrate, if it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, I just mentioned those a lot because that's what we celebrate. But if you celebrate, you know, Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, or maybe you don't celebrate anything and you just want to celebrate the winter solstice, New Year's, whatever it is that you celebrate, if you don't celebrate anything, then that is totally cool too. But I just wish that I would have had something like this or that I would have talked to somebody who could walk me through this because... It was hard for me. It was bottom line. It was hard for me. And this stuff, this information, I think would have been so helpful to kind of prepare me and to to kind of give me some insight on what I might be facing when I kind of enter these holiday situations and gatherings and parties and all that stuff. Because it's so fun and it's such a good time to share what you're doing and why you're doing it and bring some amazing vegan food and just impress some non-vegans and have them realize like, wow, Vegans don't just eat salad, do they? They eat delicious food that everybody else eats. It just doesn't include the harm and the torture and the murder of innocent animals that the food I'm eating contains. And maybe you will influence some people to look more into veganism and to maybe want to eat less animals and more plants. And feel free to share this podcast with anybody that you, you know, talk to at a holiday party that's like, I want more information about veganism. This podcast is perfect for new or aspiring vegans. So feel free to share the How to Vegan podcast with them and tell them that it's a great resource if you think it is to kind of help them to understand a little bit more about why you're doing it and how to kind of navigate that. And I would love to know some of the tips that you might have that maybe I didn't mention for surviving the holidays as a vegan. So if there's something I didn't mention that you think is just a really great tip, please let me know. I'm still like, give me all the tips for this because it can still be really hard for me. So come find me on Instagram, come find me on YouTube. I have a personal channel just titled Kristen Pound. The How to Vegan podcast also has a YouTube channel. So come find me. You can find me on Facebook. You can join my group. You can send me a DM. I'm everywhere. So come find me. Let me know some of the tips that you might have. And I would love to just connect with you and hear what you have to say. I also wanted to let you guys know some of the episodes that might be coming up. I did this in the last episode and I think it can kind of just be helpful so that you know what to expect. So the next episode, like I mentioned, is going to be like vegan gift ideas. And I think the next episode is going to be my top 10 vegan documentaries to kind of get people prepped for the new year because I think a lot of people go vegan for veganuary or maybe their new year's resolution. So I really want to have some information out there for people to go check out when they want to make that change. So I'm thinking my next episode after the vegan gift ideas will be my top 10 vegan documentaries. So I was going to do what's the deal with alcohol because a lot of people don't know that some wine and beer is not vegan and why and what to look for and all that stuff. So if you guys are interested in me doing that episode, I just didn't know if there was going to be a lot of interest in that. But if you guys are interested in me doing a what's the deal with alcohol episode soon, let me know. I would love to know if that's something that you guys are wanting or not. So go follow How to Vegan Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. And like I said earlier, please go give the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would love for this to get even higher up there in the rankings so that more people see the podcast. If you have any ideas for an episode, please let me know. 
Like I said, you can get a hold of me in lots of different places. I love hearing your recommendations for episodes. Feel free to send me a DM with any questions that you might have. I love sending little like voice message responses. So hit me up if you need anything, have any questions. And all of the links for everything I mentioned will be in the show notes at kristenpound.com forward slash podcast. So if you're looking for anything that I mentioned, head there. You'll find all of the links, everything that I talked about, and all of the links to listen on different listening platforms as well. So it's just a really good jumping off point. And you can kind of poke around my website a little bit and see what else I have on there if you haven't yet. So thanks again for tuning into this episode. I really, really hope you liked it. This was another really fun one for me to put together. I really hope it was helpful for you, inspirational in some sort of way. So yeah, happy holidays. I hope you have a really great holiday season this year. And I will just catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Peace. Peace.